I spend a lot of time in Nashville. And if you know anything about Nashville, the last few years, it doesn't even look like the same city. It was declared an it city a few years ago, meaning I had to ask what only it I ever remember is that little hand that walked around on the Adams family. Y'all remember that? Rodney, we must be the same age because you always get my humor. He always sits back here and, and I can hear him giggling. I think I just said that was thing. It was the one that walked around with hair all over it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's why you wasn't laughing because I was wrong. But an it city means you go there just because you go there. You don't have to have a reason. You just go because there's always something going on. In that, and maybe part of the reason why it's like that is because I literally have been in Nashville a lot ever since I was 16 doing music and different things. And I was talking to my son one day on the phone. I was down just off of Demumbrium Street and I said if I didn't know where I was I would not know where I was because there's so many large buildings and skyscrapers and, and the, the landscape has changed so much and you look at those big buildings and you think man that's a lot of weight and that's a lot of structure above the ground for the wind to come and to blow. But because I'm there a lot, I don't just see the tall structure that everybody is enamored with. But they will go into a place that you don't even think's big enough to house a building like that. And the first thing they do is start digging down. And they will dig down several stories into the ground. And they will be out of sight, completely hidden from the view of people for months and months, literally. And then one day, one day, you'll drive by and you'll begin to see people on the ground level. And then once they get to the ground level, it seems like it is just days there is a structure standing up there that everybody walks by and is, is amazed by. The reason that those structures are able to remain is because of the foundation that is laid before you see anything on the surface level. We are a proclaimed word of faith church. Amen. What does that mean? That means that I believe what the word of God says, no matter what the circumstances are. That isn't denying the circumstances, but I know the difference in facts and truth. Facts are changeable. Truth remains. Satan cannot affect the truth no matter 
how much he tries to manipulate facts. The truth is that God ordained life. The facts are an unplanned pregnancy can be a menace. It's a fact. But the truth is where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Freedom to live my life not hindered by my mistakes. Freedom to live my life not hindered <laughs> by what things will look like. <laughs> Today I declare to you that we are a Word of Faith church. We declare the Word of God in the face of every challenge. In the face of a cancerous decree from the medical society that have proven they know what they're talking about. In the face of that decree, we can stand up and go to the book of Job and it says, when we decree a thing, it will be established on the earth. And then I go to the word of God where it says that by his stripes we were healed. That is the truth. So therefore the facts have to go the other direction. Faith's foundation is the word of God. Faith is like a house. And it has to be built on a firm foundation. Just like the skyscrapers in a major city face storms. You, my friend, will face storms. You, my friend, will be tested. And I don't believe it's God that's tempting you. I believe it is the evil devil that we face as an adversary. I don't believe that we serve a God that tries to see how much you got or see. I believe that we serve a good God and we face a bad devil. Well, that's pretty simplistic, isn't it? Isn't it? And if faith is complicated, it will be contaminated. But if faith is kept strong and straight to know that the word of God is true and everyone else is a lie, we will remain. Faith's foundation is the word of God. You can't build a great faith life without a great word life. You can't build a great faith life without a great word life. I'm going to try it once more. I did get an amen over here, so I'm going to. You can't build a great faith life without a great word life. You got to hear that because there's a reason why we tell you every week, read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible. I've, told, I've been told so many times by men especially, Pastor, I ain't got time to read my Bible. Listen. If you don't want to react, then you have to respond. If we don't respond to the world by looking to the word and going deep in the word, if we don't respond to God by receiving what he has for us, then we will be forced to react to situations that we are not handling well and we're not prepared to handle. The best part about the truth of God and the Word of God is that it'll never fail. I said the Word of God will never fail. 
It has a 100% success rate. Solomon knew the power of God's promises. He saw the Lord keep his word to his father, King David, with the completion of the temple in Jerusalem. Solomon declared at the dedication of the temple, read in 1 Kings 8.56, it says, Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel in accordance with everything that he promised I love this part. Not one word has failed of all of his good promise, which he spoke through Moses, his servant. I got a word for you today. Faith's foundation must be the word of God. And the word of God is a strong foundation. His promises to the children of Israel became the foundation of the temple itself. Nothing has changed since that time concerning the promises of God. God wants to be the foundation of your personal house of faith and He's still fulfilling His promises. Aren't you happy about that? You can trust Him. You can look to Him. You can believe in Him. He is still on the throne. He's still sitting high and looking low. He still declares that we are joint heirs with Him. Therefore, the power he has, he has shifted to his body. Somebody said, well, God can do anything, but I'm just a lowly pilgrim traveling through. That's not the word, what the word of God calls you. He says that you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. And I don't mean the heavenly places that you can see. I'm talking about the realm of heaven that you don't even understand you can't I can't understand the realm of heaven with my with my mind that's why I have to cast down vain imaginations and stand according to the word and the word of God says that I'm seated with him therefore the devil is at my feet and I'm an overcomer and that's good news Hebrews 11 1 I love the Amplified Version. It says, Now faith is the assurance, the title deed, confirmation of things hoped for. Someone challenged me one time when I said, You can't live by hope. I think they misunderstood me. The Bible teaches that we have a blessed hope. That without Jesus, there is no hope. If we have hope only in this life, we're of all men most miserable. We have to have hope, and the Word of God supplies the hope. But the difference in hope and faith is hope is looking in the future. Faith gives you power to arrive and it be brought into the present. The Word of God says, Now faith faith is the assurance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, And the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. If I have the deed to a house, you can stand on its front porch and threaten me all you want to, but you're not keeping me out of my house. It won't work. It doesn't make any difference in what you say. 
It doesn't make any difference on how you jump up and down and say, you ain't going in that house. Because of the deed I have in my hand, I have the authority by law to get you by the nap of the neck if I need to and escort you off my property. Why can't we do that in the spirit realm? Faith is the title deed of what the promises of God is. Faith is holding on to and gives you the authority to walk up to sickness and say, no, no. But pastor, what about those times that faith don't work? There's never been a time that faith doesn't work. I'm standing here today with scars in my life because of death. But I'm also going to declare to you that faith never fails. When someone tells me, I never miss God. I never fail. I never. I have to question their understanding of who they are compared to who God is. If I allow my flesh and my emotions to get involved, I can miss God. But if I keep my head in the word of God. If I keep my mind concentrate, concentrated and, and, and totally and completely consumed with the Word, no, in my physical mind, I don't understand the past seven years of my life, but I also know that I go to God every day. And, and when, when my son called me three months after his mama went to heaven and said they've diagnosed me with cancer, I did not go to God and say, I can't believe you did this to me again. I went to him in humility and I said, God, I am not allowing this to happen again because your word declares by your stripes he is healed. I've told you before, in November of 2013, when we sat across the table from that doctor, I was shattered. And I didn't know whether to wind my watch or scratch my head driving back to Knoxville or back from Knoxville I didn't know what to do I allowed fear to come in and I allowed fear I don't know why what happened and what happened why I'm just telling you right now that I will not allow my circumstances or anything else that I see to change my mind I will not be hindered. Just like they're talking about these ladies that are walking around in condemnation because of what maybe they did in the past. I'm telling you, I don't understand everything that's gone on in the past, but I don't have to because he said that old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. And I trust him no matter what my past has looked like. If we stay in a place of pity party, we stay in a place of victimization. If we stay in a place of, well, I just don't know why, what happened. I'm going to tell you, I've probably taken more responsibility for what happened in my life maybe than I should have. I don't know. I was told that one time. But I'm going to tell you this. It's not my job to heal someone. It's not my job to restore a family. It's not my job to do all those things. It's my job to believe without wavering and without speaking doubt what the Word of God says. And the Word of God declares that I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of my testimony. The only way that we can overcome what comes at us is through faith.
And the only way that we will have faith strong enough to stand the storms that hit us is that the foundation of our faith is not coming at, listen, we had an hour of worship today, and that's necessary. We have prayer on Monday night, and that's necessary. We have preaching every Sunday and Wednesday, and that is necessary. But I'm going to tell you, it is not essential to your success. But one thing that is essential to your success is for you to not doubt and believe. He said, if you will only believe, the word of God says, those that believe and confess shall be saved. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He said in Mark eleven twenty two. he said, have faith in God. 23, 24, it goes on to say that if you will believe in your heart and not doubt and speak to the mountain, the mountain must move. I speak to every mountain in my way today. I'm going to tell you what I've been declaring to my children in this year. In 2023, we win. We win. I don't care what the naysayers say, I win. I don't care what anybody does, I win. You know why? Because I will walk in love and I will be forgiving. I will be compassionate. I will overlook people's ignorance and I will go straight on to the very kingdom that he has called me to. I will not be kingdom, D-U-M-B, but I will be kingdom. I will be a kingdom man to reach across every racial line. I will be a kingdom man to reach across every political line. I will be a kingdom man to reach over every denominational divide in the kingdom of God and declare that by faith we will see every mountain moved. I, I wasn't raised. I wasn't raised to believe just like I believe today. But when I got hungry to know how faith works it always took me back to the Word of God. If you have a deed, nobody can keep you out of your house. In the same way, faith will give you all the assurance that you ever need to take what you need and what is yours. So build your house of faith on the Word and move in. Do you know what happens to buildings that are built and unoccupied they begin to deteriorate a building I was even told by a paver one time not too long ago well a few years ago that if they pave a road this happened on the Foothills Parkway they built that Foothills Parkway the, the, the part we call new, the new part now and they paved it and yet there were some other structural issues with the, the mountain and, and they couldn't get on it. They, they couldn't let people, they couldn't open it. So all of that pavement, because it was unused, it began, began to come up. It began to deteriorate. If you build a building and never occupy it, that building will start to deteriorate because it takes us to go in and keep it cleaned up. To fix little structural things that mess up because of the wind and the storm. Does anybody know where I'm going? Does anybody feel my heart today? If you say I'm a Christian and I've been given faith because the word says every person has been given the measure of faith. I've been given faith and I'm a Christian and well, I just hope life turns out the way that it should. 
I hate to tell you, my friend, your life will begin to deteriorate. You can go to heaven busted, disgusted, and broke. And this is where religious people get a little uncomfortable with High Praises Church, but that's okay. We love them. The Bible says that Jesus came to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. First John, First John 3, or third, third John, look it up. You got Google. You got that gum Google. Why am I stressing? I would that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Second Peter 1 3 says, Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished on us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. If the devil ever tempts you to say, well, I'm just not worthy. Now, you wouldn't be on your goodness, but you are because of his goodness. I really think I'm preaching better than y'all are shouting. I really do. <laughs> so, Find out what his word says. Find out what his word says. Gain the knowledge you need to take hold of your title deed. I tell you what part of my title deed includes is health. I was told at 50 years old, on my 50th birthday, someone so graciously shared this information with me. It all goes downhill from here, bud. that in my in my very kind spirit that I walk in most days I kept it to myself but I under my breath I went I do not accept that in the name of Jesus because the word of God in Genesis says I can live to be 120 if I want to I know I know it's a little stretching it for some people that's okay if you read the word I've read then you can believe for that too if you want it now, you don't have to live to be 120. I told my mama the other day when she made the statement, she said, there's more, more of my family over there than there is over here. I went, Mommy, what are you talking about? You're 86 years old, healthy as you can be. I said, why don't you stay and, and help us? Give us some of that wisdom and knowledge. Come on, somebody. I said, but if you want to go to heaven, it's your choice. I do not believe that we have to walk through this world taking whatever the world gives us. We have the promises of God, and they are yea and amen. Why would he said that, that he would number the days of our lives, and he would give us, he would let us live to be old if it's his will that we die early? That's a lie from the devil. You don't have to die early, and you don't have to be broke. He said, give and it shall be given back to you. Press down, shaking together and running over will men give unto your bosom. In 2021, we went from having almost a million dollars debt to we have no debt with this church now for this building. And this building is totally ours and we can do with it what we want to. Why? Because we have the title deed, baby. And I'll tell you something else. 
Pastor Tim and Cynthia and I went to Nashville last week. Do y'all know that property in Nashville is very expensive? But I also know that I serve a God that if it's his deal, it's his bill. And when that right piece of property opens up, the campus will open up in Nashville. Amen? He's done it once. He'll do it again. I'm closing. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word. It says in the, the passion, faith then is birthed in a heart that responds to God's anointed utterance of the anointed one. It's only as you and I hear God's word, his promises concerning us that our faith will grow and be stable. I love to watch TV shows. I would tell you one, but I'd be embarrassed. I'll tell you because somebody's going to say, Pastor, watch these bad shows. Anybody ever watch Criminal Minds? Okay. Remember, we don't judge around here. But if Criminal Minds gets in the way of me getting the word, my faith will be depleted. Now, you may not watch Criminal Minds. You may watch something else. But whatever we do, if we allow anything to get in the way of us staying in the Word, our foundation of faith will be depleted. I challenge you to take the Lord at His Word. Since the Bible is God's Word to you, choose to believe Him. John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When you do that, amazing things will begin to happen in your life. My son that in 2016 was given the decree of cancer got married this year and as pretty as he and Courtney are I'm looking for some pretty grand youngins take that devil take, take that devil and it isn't because God loves us at one point in our life more than he loves us at another point in our life it's where we meet him in the storm if your faith is built on the word of God when the storm comes you will stand strong you can do it thank you guys so much for joining High Praises Church podcast today we are so happy to have had you with us if you just met Jesus for the first time and you want to commit your life to him, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open my heart and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for answering my prayer and saving my life. Amen. God is so good. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. Now we want you to stay connected with our socials. You can find us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube live at the High Praises Church and catch us on our Instagram at the High Praises. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care.